You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Well, hello, AP. How's it going? It's going fantastically. I've got the Rocky Mountains on my mind. How are you doing? Oh, man, same thing. Before we push record, we were talking about mountains and way high elevation and the beauty. And I just booked my flight for Colorado, and I am pretty pumped to head west. Yes, exactly. So for those of you who don't follow us, which is good because that's a little creepy, Murph and I are going to be uh, <laughs> riding the route and rag by route inspection and then heading immediately to ride the Rockies, which is going to be an adventure. So we're going to be heading both to Fort Collins, Colorado, along with Anne and Erica from the Ragbri and Ride the Rockies team. And we're going to be the crew for the Ride the Rockies, or a part of the crew for the Ride the Rockies. Yes, Ride the Rockies is such a really cool event. And it's, I mean, it's a biking event. It's um, not quite like Ragbri, but it's a six-day event where you ride your bike. And speaking as an Iowan, Looking at and being near and, of course, in and on the mountains is such a treat. Absolutely. Now, dealing with the elevation, that's another question. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. We have a couple (laughs) tactics that we're going to try to deal with it, but uh, it's more than worth it because it's so drop-dead gorgeous. The biking is unmatched. And um, as you might remember, listener, in February, several months ago now, we interviewed the, at the time, brand-new Ride the Rockies ride director, Sabra Nagel. And um, it was right after she was hired, so she was pretty green. And now I'll tell you, she's a complete pro, and she's back to update us on all things Ride the Rockies. Yes, Sabra is on today to give us details about this upcoming week-long ride in Colorado, including route info, things to look forward to, lodging, pretty much all the things that you may be curious about. And even if you're not doing this ride, it's really interesting to hear about, you know, other bike rides that are happening, you know, somewhere in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know about you, but I could chat with Sabra for ages because she's been in the bike industry forever and she just has a really deep knowledge of the sport and obviously now an intricate knowledge of ride the Rockies so if you're interested if you hear this episode and you're like oh maybe I should ride the Rockies and you should consider it uh, you can still sign up and get more information at ridetherockies.com yes and if uh, all of our logistics plan out, I will be riding a little bit of Ride the Rockies. So feel free to reach out and maybe you can push me up the mountain. Okay, well, let's hear our interview with Sabra. All right, well, let's welcome back Sabra Nagel to the show. How are you, Sabra? I'm doing great, Murph. How are you doing? Good, good. And as Andrea and I talked about a little bit ago, um, Sabra is the Ride the Rockies director. So uh, we spoke, gosh, we spoke probably in, was that January or February of this year, wasn't it, Sabra? Yeah, I think it was the very first week of February. Yeah, and you were fresh in your role and the, you know, getting ready to announce the route for Ride the Rockies 2023. And now we've got a time warp to, we're just kind of weeks away from the ride. Oh God, don't remind me. It seems, <laughs> it seems like I'm standing in the tracks and the freight train is coming. 
Well, you are on today to talk all things Ride the Rockies and get an update or give us an update. And of course, I'll put in the show notes a link to your first episode that you did with us where you kind of talk about, you know, your past and all your other experiences so that if people are curious about you, the person, they can go check that out. That sounds like a plan. Okay. Well, first off, for those who maybe don't know, will you give just maybe an overview of what exactly Ride the Rockies is? Sure. Ride the Rockies has been an institution in Colorado for over 30 years. The first one went off in 1986. Oh, wow. And, um, and so I'm really looking forward to 2026 when we have our 40th year. We're going to make sure it's a big one that year. But let's talk about... Um, Ride the Rockies 2023. Yeah, yeah. So the dates for this year's ride are June 10th, our prologue ride, if anybody's interested in riding with people like Denise Mueller and Todd Gagolski. Nice. Um, please look at the website and um, and check that out and sign up for the prologue. We're going to have some fun activities around that event. But the real ride with everybody starts on June 11th and goes through June 16th. Okay. And um, I, you know, I'm sure there's nobody who's questioning this, but this is a ride that takes place in Colorado. And I'm going to assume because the name of the ride is Ride the Rockies that there may be some mountains involved. Just a couple. Nothing big. (laughs) I can tell you, um, and this is funny because, you know, I met you at the announcement party for Ride the Rockies and I was just like oh my gosh you know 3,000 feet of climb this day and 5,000 feet of climb I was like overwhelmed with the elevation each day and you can tell all the people who are in Colorado because they kind of looked at me and laughed and said you know that's that's every day here in Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true unless you live and stay you know basically east of the front range you um you're going to be climbing a thousand feet every day just to get to your house oh my gosh wow (laughs) that's way different than uh the rural iowa that you know all of us who do ragbri experience which i won't i won't say there's no elevation because there definitely is it's just way way different but yeah i think in a lot of ways though a ride like um ragbri or riding in iowa is tougher because you know the the hills are there's a lot of them Yes, Iowa has hills, and um, the climbs are shorter, but they're relentless. You know, at Mm -hmm. least if you've climbed 28 miles, you know, up Berthoud Pass, you've got 20 miles of downhill. Just sit on your bike and enjoy the view. Yeah, that that is true. Yeah, yeah. So you said uh, you've got, you know, six days of Ride the Rockies, and then you also said that there's a prologue. So those are two different events that... Do they happen near the near the same area? Yeah, so the prologue is kind of our special treat ride. Um, it's we have VIPs come in, as I mentioned, like Denise Mueller, who mm-hmm. holds the land speed record for a paced bicycle. She has the 183 miles per hour on a bike, which is insane. It's um, yes, it is. And then Todd Gagolski, who used to be a pro racer, and um, and he was a commentator on Versus, and he's just a lot of fun, so he's coming along. And then, you know, the president of Primal will be on that ride, and some other, you know, really wonderful cycling advocates 
and the ride does start in and end in Fort Collins. Mm. Um, it starts with a breakfast served by Bijou Thomas. And for those of you um, who don't know, Bijou is one of the co-founders of Scratch Labs, um, oh. as well as just an amazing um, cycling advocate. He's been to Ragbri several times serving food and doing other things. Um, and he will be accompanying us on the ride, which is really going to be fun because his food is good, his energy is unmatched. And so he'll be doing the breakfast and the lunch, actually, for wow. the prologue. Okay. Um, and then during the uh, ride, we will be stopping by the Howling Cow Cafe, which is uh, where Noosey Yogurt is made. And they have a really cool uh, little cafe there that the riders will be able to just grab a bite of either a breakfast sandwich or a lunch sandwich, mm. depending on what time of day they get there. Before they finish the ride at Greenbrier Park in Fort Collins, where, again, Bijou will be serving lunch. Wow. So, okay, you've got some VIPs that are going to be part of this event, but can just your everyday people be part of Prologue or do they have to just watch from afar? No, they can be part of Prologue. They can go in and register for Prologue. Oh, nice. the, um, the cost for that day is $1,500, but that includes Friday. We have a VIP cocktail party at New Belgium. And so um, that's where they'll be able to meet and just chat with some of the VIPs and some of the other um, sponsors and, and people. And then um, on Saturday morning, as I said, there's the breakfast, the lunch, and then we have a, a, VIP, a dinner at Lincoln Center in Fort Collins, which will be catered by Lick Skillet Catering. And yeah, they are really amazing. And then, mm. you know, yeah, your yeah, hotel rooms that. are provided for two nights as well. So um, it's just a really fun time. You know, it might have a bit of a price tag on it, but when you consider hotel rooms and three, two breakfasts and two dinners and, and a couple of lunches in there, it's well worth it. Sure. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just kind of an extra bonus that you can be part of if you want, or you can just skip over that and do Ride the Rockies. But man, um, I've done an episode <laughs> with Denise Mueller and I've also uh, rode with her. No, let me rephrase that. I've also spent time with her on Ragbri. I don't actually ride with her. I can't keep up, but uh, she is a treat to be around. High energy, really cool. And I'm really looking forward to meeting Todd. Yeah, they're both great. I've only had one phone conversation with Denise, but it was, you know, it was amazing. It was just, this is going to be so much fun. Yeah. Okay, so you can be part of the prologue if you want. Go to the website. Is there anything else that you want to share with us about prologue? Yeah, I'm, I'm negligent in not mentioning this right off the top, um, but the day does benefit the Davis Finney Foundation. Oh, okay. And we are just really excited because we're going to have Davis Finney on the ride that day as well. Oh, so nice. he has his own foundation, which supports people and families with Parkinson's disease. And they have a really great message. And so they will be at the dinner on Saturday night. You know, they'll be kind of talking about what their vision is and what their uh, what it is that the Davis Finney, Davis Finney Foundation does for people with Parkinson's and their families. Wow. that This is a top-notch event, the prologue. Wow. Yeah, I think it's going to be – I think it's really going to be cool. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Wow. All right. Well, like I said, go to ridetherockies.com, find out more about the prologue and – 
um, knowing that Davis Finney Foundation is the beneficiary, even is icing on the cake. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so let's get into Ride the Rockies, the actual event. Tell us whatever you want, whether it's daily mileage, elevation, I don't know, whatever you want to tell us. <laughs> How long is this podcast, Murph? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm sure many of you have kind of, if you're interested in Ride the Rockies, you've looked at the website, ridetherockies.com, and kind of gotten yourself familiar with the route. We're excited about it this year. We're excited about it for a couple of reasons. One, we feel like, you know, the, the not quite as expansive days, we'll be able to bring in those people who, you know, still have jobs and don't have as much time to train. Mm -hmm. Um considering the weather around the country this year that we've all been having, some of the training days have definitely been shortened and for ride the Rockies, that's brilliant because there are some days that don't pull in all the mileage. Mm -hmm. And also it's a great training ride. If, um, if you've got some other events that are coming up further in the season, Oh, sure. Um, just to name drop again, when I was talking to Denise Mueller, she mentioned that she's going to France um, the week before the, tour de france and she's gonna have to do the queen stage for that year oh, which wow. at this point i don't know what the queen stage is but it will be up a major mountain and so she's looking forward to using ride the rockies as a training ride for that day so yeah. and here we are in um dare i say mid-may let's say beginish beginning ish of may and just yesterday on social media, I saw that it w had snowed in Breckenridge. So, you know, you're so right about training. Like, you know, people who are maybe on stick bikes that are used to pavement, uh, you don't want to be in the snow in May trying to train for a big event. Yeah, no, that's really true. Unless, uh, you know, like my husband has a fat bike with studs on it. So he yeah, can go yeah. training in May. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so day one is going to be brilliant. Um, it's a fairly good warm-up day with 45.9 miles. It has a completely steady climb almost all the way. So don't think 45.9 miles sounds like a cakewalk mm -hmm. because you've still got you know a pretty good gradual climb for 38 of those 45 miles. Oh I my would goodness! Guess. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And um, the elevation on that day is 4,532 feet. So, you know, if you're doing that over 30 some miles, it's it's not insignificant. Mm -hmm. um, day two is kind of the day to shake out the bugs. Maybe your bike wasn't quite where you wanted it on the first day and you're trying to figure out what you need to do. Um, because day two will be an out and back to Allen's Park, and that's 35 miles with um, 3,500 feet of climbing. That's nice symmetry there. Mm -hmm. All climbing, all the way out, and then you turn around, and it's all downhill all the way back. Ooh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Perfectly planned, yeah. Yeah, and the, the thing that'll be really nice is at the end of that really long climb, Bijou is going to be serving pancakes for everyone. Oh, so nice. And the pan, it, it's going to be a fundraiser for the town of Allen's Park and the Allen's Park Fire Department. It'll be held at the Allen's Park Firehouse. So bring 10 bucks and 
sit down and have some pancakes and then just get on your bike and one pedal stroke and you'll end up back in Estes Park. Perfect. <laughs> um, day three, of course, is the day we're all looking forward to. And that is the day that we climb Trail Ridge Road. So what I do want everybody to know about day three is it's an early day. So And there's a reason why, correct? Yes, there is a reason why. And that's because per the permit provided to us by the Rocky Mountain National Park. And for those of you who don't realize, every bit, every inch of this ride has been permitted. So we have to follow the conditions that are put into those permits. And per the permit by the National Park, we have to be through the entrance gate to the park by 7 a.m. Mm. Any riders that are not through that entrance gate um, by 7 a.m. Well, will be told, not asked, told by the Park Service to get in a SAG vehicle and be moved SAG forward to the appropriate start or to the appropriate spot so that they can uh, make it through the park by 2 p.m. Wow. Okay. So, so everyone needs to maybe get extra cup of coffee in the morning, get up early so that they can be moving and grooving. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately we can't, we'll have aid stations in the park, but we won't be able to vend. So no pancake vendor that day. You'll have to wait till you get to Grand Lake for your pancakes, but that's a 50 mile day. And it's just under 50 miles and it's 5,500 feet of climbing. So, um, you know, I think that you'll earn your Wheaties. You'll be glad you got up early. You'll get to, you know, see the park when it's kind of, it'll be daylight, but kind of still peaceful and quiet. Right. And hopefully there'll be lots of elk and, and some other critters out for the riders to see as they start their climb up, up to the top of the pass. Um, day four. Grand Lake to Winter Park. Again, that's going to be a fun day because you could just ride your bike. Um, it's 38 miles. It's only 2,300 feet of elevation gain. So that's a good day to after the Trail Ridge day to just, you know, just kind of hang out, talk to your friends, ride your bike, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Uh, day five, we got another big pass. So even though it's only 50 miles, um, it's a huge berthed pass is a huge climb to go over. I think I said in the previous podcast that it's as close to Alpe d'Huez as we get in this part of Colorado, um, because there's some really nice switchbacks on it. Switchbacks are great because it gives you a chance to rest and then you start to climb again. Um, and then we'll go down into, um, as we come off berthed pass and pass through empire, we go past the Rocky Mountain Village, which is an Easter Seals camp, and they have graciously agreed to host an aid station. And again, we will have a fundraising pancake breakfast at Rocky Mountain Village. So keep that in mind and bring another 10 bucks. Sweet. Um, And then day six is our last day, Central City to Fort Collins. That's the big one. It's uh, about 93 miles, 5,600 feet of climbing. We go through Netherlands where um, the Carousel of Happiness is hosting a pancake breakfast. They will have the carousel open. I'm not even going to tell you about the carousel other than you can't but smile if you go in and ride it. So go in and ride it. (laughs) It's amazing. Um, 
and um, it's all handmade. It's amazing. Um, so anyway, that's in the town of Netherland. And then from there, we climb up over Peak to Peak Highway and then down Colorado 7 into Lions, where Lions is excited to welcome Ride the Rockies. They're going to have a blowout aid station with um, Oscar Blues providing some beer and a couple of food trucks and people can chill a little bit and then head on to Fort Collins. Um, I do want to say in Lions, if you're not out of there by two o'clock, you'll, you'll have to be sagged forward because we need to kind of finish this ride at some point during the day. Um, uh, And we will be finishing on the campus of Colorado state university at canvas stadium. And the other reason you want to get there is at some point, hopefully we will have a video um, showing highlights of the ride to put on their Jumbotron. And this is a Jumbotron like nothing I've ever seen before. Oh, so that the, is at just the stadium? A, at the stadium, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, fun. Yeah. So that's just going to be something that you'll be able to sit there and, you know, go to the food trucks, grab something to eat have a beer and maybe you'll get to see yourself on a, I don't even know how big this thing is, but 60 foot jumbotron. I don't even know, but it's huge and it's beautiful. Wow. That is what a way to end, you know, in a fabulous week, but by seeing yourself on a jumbotron. <laughs> well, in my case, I'd rather not, but you know. <laughs> okay. How about you watch all the other riders be on the jumbotron? Yeah, I think that'll be the way to do it. (laughs) What types of things and events can riders enjoy after they're done riding? Because, you know, you mentioned it's a little bit lower mileage, which there's still elevation, so it's not necessarily going to be super, super short days. But I'm sure that you have events or things planned for riders to experience. Absolutely. That's been you know, one of my key goals this year is to just make the experience um, after the ride just as cool as the ride. And so in, you know, every night we have bands of some sort happening um, at the HQ location. Of course, we'll have a beer garden. Um, We have several different uh, options on beer gardens, depending on which town we're in and what we're doing. So, um, so there will be beer gardens every night. There will be bands and entertainment every night. I'm going to ask Denise Mueller to do a little 30 minute talk in one of the towns. Cause she's got a new project going on that is really interesting. And I'd love people to hear about it. Um, and then Monday night is going to be really special in Estes park because we've rented the historic park theater and we'll be putting the details of this up on the website within the next couple of days, but we're going to be showing the much talked about rag bride documentary shift. Oh, very um, good. At I think at one o'clock in the afternoon on Monday and, and then in the evening, we're going to do shift as well as American flyers and Bijou is going to provide dinner for um, anyone who wants to come to that. So they'll be able to eat some kind of luscious wrap or panini or something from Bijou while they watch American flyers. The benefits from that event will go to the Davis Finney foundation. Nice. Nice. So hopefully we will have Davis there to give a little talk, but he's a busy man. So we're not sure about that, but um, we will definitely have some people just give a a little 
intro into what the F Davis Finney Foundation is about. So if people didn't go to the prologue and they want to know more about the Finney Foundation, they can come to the um, movie and dinner and a movie. Wow, this is great. Yeah, that's that's going to be a really cool special evening. And then, uh, you know, when we get to Grand Lake, they have a lot of really awesome things planned. Uh, one of their activities is going to be, you know, we're going to have bands, but they're also offering an alternative health fair if people want to participate in that. And But anybody who signs up for the alternative health fair will be treated to a sound immersion therapy session up at Shadowcliff, which is this beautiful property above Grand Lake that um, it is also a hostel and has housing and stuff there. But but there's a, a chapel up there that's just beautiful and they'll be doing a sound immersion therapy session in there and if you've never felt the vibrations of these ancient bells or actually their bowls um that they make ring you ought to try it it's it, it can't even be explained i've i've seen it you know like on social media but i've never experienced it live so that would be quite quite a sight to see and here. Yeah. It's more like quite a sight to feel. <laughs> quite a sight to feel. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the cool thing at Grand Lake is, so we, um, there's a dock there. And so Grand Lake is going to run a water taxi all day from the RV camping over to our HQ, which is in their, in their lakeside park. Oh. So people can hop on and do a boat ride just for fun. Um, that's kind of a cool only in Grand Lake, right? We don't have lakes everywhere. So um, that will be really fun for people. And then, of course, we have bands and things going on down at the lakeside all day. That's where the beer garden will be. Mm -hmm. Winter Park, the Rendezvous Center. Um, Winter Park is hosting everything there. So it's going to be a surprise to me as well what they're doing. But I know that their chamber and their visit Winter Park, and they're amazing. So they're going to plan really fun activities lots of lawn games and music and they have a jumbotron too so we'll definitely have some video going and um you're just gonna have to go to rendezvous center and find out what's happening in winter park okay because okay they're keeping it a secret even from me but guaranteed um, guaranteed good stuff guaranteed good stuff yeah yeah they have built they have built a pavilion for doing their jazz festival their you know taste of winter park they do a beer tasting festival they do all kinds of things all summer long and this is the pavilion that they built to host all these activities so you know that they can they know how to do entertainment yeah. for sure yeah yeah and then um our final well from winter park to central city is going to be no joke and truthfully i am still negotiating with um, our Colorado DOT to make this ride a little bit easier, but right now um, it's going to be kind of an epic ride. It, as you go um, through Idaho Springs, you'll be asked to make a left and go straight uphill. <laughs> and I do want to forewarn people: there's about three miles of gravel on this part of the ride. Um, we will have SAG vehicles available for people who just feel like it's a little more than they can handle because part of the ride is 12% grade. Oh, wow. Um, but it's worth it. If you can do it, it's worth it because the views off of this ride are 
spectacular. They, they, I mean, not that we haven't had spectacular views almost every day of the ride, but the views off that day are going to be really, really neat. Um, it goes through an old ghost town and it, there's just a lot of interesting things. And then there's a screaming descent into central city where main street will be closed. And I have a very nice group of people in the town who have been working hard to bring us entertainment in central city. So again, that's going to be a surprise. We'll see what happens, what they have in store for us, but I'm sure it will be fantastic. Um, And now we get to the last day and I've already talked a little bit about the last day with just um, all of the entertainment in Netherland and in Lions and then the big jumbotron in uh, at CSU. Yes. So it sounds like, you know, we've got a little bit lower mileage, still plenty of climbing, but we need to make sure riders save a little bit of energy each day because it sounds like there's plenty of things to do after the ride each day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, our host towns have are working so hard to make this an event to remember that, you know, everybody needs to go into the host towns and find out what they all have to offer. Um, Some of these little towns, you know, tourism is their bread and butter. And so for ride the Rockies to come in and, you know, help with those numbers for the year, especially in, you know, after the, everybody talks about the, the continuing effects of COVID and they're not discussing health when they talk about that. They're discussing. Yeah. The financial side the financial side exactly so you know ride the rockies can definitely help some of these little towns get back to where they were in 2019 yes yes so we you know people who are listening to this that are maybe already registered for ride the rockies are probably like oh my gosh i can't wait i'm getting so excited but i'm sure there's a few people out there that have listened this far and they're like wait a minute i think i want to do this but um of course, we're going to send them to the website, but in general, is this considered a camping event, a hotel event? You did mention RVs briefly, but like, what do most people do on this event? It's looking like it's about 50-50. Um, this year, it is more camping than we expected, which has been a challenge, mm-hmm. definitely. Find some of these campgrounds, I, I, you know, I will not kid our participants, some of these campgrounds are going to be really intimate and some of them will be, um, you know, have a little more space to them. But, um, but yeah, there's plenty of hotel rooms in all of the towns, probably still quite a few available, but I wouldn't sit back and wait much longer on that. If you're on the fence and think, do I want to camp or do I want to stay on a nice bed? Hey, I'm going to take a bed every time, but (laughs) that's your choice. Um, but it, 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 we, we can accommodate whatever it is that you desire to do. So, like I said, if, you know, if you, Grand Lake's the perfect example. If you check into Grand Lake and they don't have any hotel rooms, we are providing shuttles to Winter Park. So give yourself a treat and spend two nights in Winter Park. Oh, and we'll, I see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make sure that you get shuttled back to your hotel room that evening and then we'll pick you up and plenty of time in the morning to get back to Grand Lake to ride your bike back to Winter Park. So if if you if that's what you want to do. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, plenty of hotels along the route um, or 
we have we are providing camping spots but like i said be prepared because some of them are pretty small so it's going to be a tight fit to get all the campers in there so what i'm hearing is bring earplugs <laughs> yeah no, noise canceling headphones might be the best way to go but regardless of how people choose to sleep um part of ride the rockies registration is moving gear every day correct yes and i qualify that so there is summit cycle solutions and they are amazing i've been working very closely with them um, and they offer a couple of different options. And I highly recommend you go on to our website, link up to them and see what they have to offer. Um, they will haul your gear to your hotel and leave it at the front desk. So you do need to have a front desk if that happens. Mm -hmm. But that way you can ride your bike to the hotel, which is great. So you got your best friend in the room with you. Maybe you've even got another person who's a friend in the room with you. Um, <laughs> And then your luggage has been deposited at the front desk so you can carry it up to your room and there's a warm shower and a soft bed waiting for you there. Mm -hmm. um, or they will offer camping and they do everything for you. So they'll set up your tent. Um, they'll make sure that you're next to a friend if that's what you want. And, um, and, and they'll have their gear, your gear waiting for you at your tent every day when you get done with your ride. Nice. Okay. Um, which is amazing. And then of course there's, the independent people who don't sign up for summit cycling solutions and we will transport luggage but we will leave the luggage at our hq location obviously it's secured it's unloaded on the ground for you and we will have 24-hour security on the bike corral in every town and in grand lake they'll actually be locked up in a building with 24-hour security so um, they will definitely be as safe as we can possibly make them and again, then in the morning, you'll, you know, you need to get your luggage back to HQ and we'll be running shuttles in the morning. Well, is there anything else about the upcoming Ride the Rockies that you want to share with listeners? Just please come. Let's have a great time. You know, it's, I have the privilege of throwing a week long party for some amazing cyclists from all over the country and other parts of the world. And, I want everybody to come join us and join the party. The more the merrier. Yes. And for me, the thing that is just breathtaking every second of being in Colorado are the views. And I know, you know, you live in it every day, but man, just being able to ride your bike on some of those passes and just seeing the the views is just mind blowing to me. Yeah, it it is a special place for sure. And as of right now, um, if you're listening to this episode in May of 2023, you can still register, correct? Um, yes, absolutely. We will have registration open for several more weeks, and we want people to come join us. And we will do a packet pickup for those of you that register between now and um, when it closes. Excellent. And it's ridetherockies.com, and it's just a nice place to go to just you can see all the maps already you can see some of the great things that are planned so there's lots of um, things to see on the website that may encourage you to pull the trigger and get registered yeah yeah and there's our marketing coordinator peter has been working his 
fingers to the bone, putting finding out information about all the towns, putting in lots of links to interesting things along the ride. And so there are town pages in there for every overnight town that um, will tell people, you know, what else is there to see here or do here? Where mm -hmm. can I go, you know, get that awesome fish taco or, you know, what's the best coffee shop in town or whatever. So spend some time on that website because it will really, really uh, tell you all the things about Ride the Rockies 2023. What an excellent way to explore Colorado, like just to see new places and do it via the bicycle like this. It's going to be epic. I'm I'm really looking forward to coming to Colorado uh, as part of your crew. Um, me and AP will be there and gosh, maybe, maybe we'll do a podcast while we're there. <laughs> that would be fun. I know that would be fun. Let's, let's do the man on the street podcast. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sabra, thank you so much for your time. I know it's a busy time for you getting ready for this ride, but thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You are welcome. Thank you for inviting me. listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just go bike! bike.